servasti vinum bonum, usque aduc, thou hast kept the best wine until now. guests and friends, you may not know this, but we read the Holy Rule of St. Benedict in the monastery three times yearly. We read the appointed section of the Holy Rule in our chapter room every morning after the office of Prime. And yesterday, in our daily reading of the Holy Rule, we began chapter 4. The instruments, or if you will, the tools of good works. St. Benedict gives us, in chapter 4, 72 tools, beginning with the commandment to love God with all one's heart, all one's soul and all one's strength, and ending with the commandment never to despair of God's mercy. The remaining 70 instruments of good works are set between these two, suggesting that one who employs the first and last of the 72 instruments of good works will sooner or later most certainly begin to make use of all the others. In today's epistle, St. Paul provides us with his own list of instruments of good works. The apostle calls them spiritual gifts, but they, like St. Benedict's instruments of good works, are set forth in order that we may make use of them in our life together. What are St. Paul's instruments of good works? They are, as he lists them, administration, teaching, preaching, almsgiving, authority exercised with care. Deeds of mercy carried out with good cheer. Unfeigned love. Hatred of what is evil. Holding fast to what is good. Brotherly affection towards one another. Precedence readily given to others. Solicitude free of laziness, fervor of spirit, service of God, joy and hope, patience in tribulation, perseverance in prayer, provision for the needs of Christ's own, hospitality, giving of blessings, empathy in another's sorrow, oneness of mind with others, and preference for what is humble and lowly. There you have them, St. Paul's instruments of good works 
as set forth in today's epistle. No one person will have all these spiritual gifts at the same time. They are distributed to each one as the community, functioning as a body made up of many members, has need. Now, what is the source of all these gifts? It is charity. Where are the instruments of good works forged? They are forged in charity. By what logic are they distributed to us? By the logic of charity. And to what end are they given us? For the sake of charity. What is this charity? It is the very life of God in us. Not that charity by which we love God and one another, but that charity by which God has first loved us, rendering us capable of loving him and of loving one another. Charity is the Holy Ghost, the third person of the Most Holy Trinity, who being poured into our hearts, moves us towards the Father as members of the one body of Christ body made visible in a vast multitude of different local configurations, this monastic family, and your families as well. The water changed into wine at the wedding feast of Cana, the good wine kept until now, is the Holy Ghost. How, you may ask me, Am I to obtain even a drop of this river of new wine that is the Holy Ghost? I so want to taste it. I want to possess charity, so that having charity, I may have in it whatsoever other spiritual gifts God wills me to have. I want to possess charity, so that having charity, I may lay hold of the instruments of good works and begin to make use of them wisely, humbly, and joyfully. St. Bernard says this, men with an urge to frequent prayer will have experience of what I say. Often enough, when we approach the altar to pray, our hearts are dry and lukewarm. But if we persevere, there comes an unexpected infusion of grace. Our breast expands, as it were, and our interior is filled with an overflowing love. Thus speaks St. Bernard. If you would possess a limitless supply of charity, a limitless supply of the best wine, and in charity possess all else 
go to the mother of Jesus. The prayer of the mother effectively opens hearts to the inpouring of the Holy Ghost. The hour of Mary has come. The hour of Our Lady becomes the third hour, the hour of Pentecost, the hour of the descent of the Holy Ghost in every age, in every place, in your life and in mine. Mary's hour is whatever hour in which her children, members of her son's mystical body, are in need of her presence and of the consolation of the Holy Ghost, that sweet wine that is charity, the best and greatest of gifts. The gift that is God giving God, that's what charity is, God giving God. Even as the Apostle says, the charity of God is poured forth in our hearts by the Holy Ghost who is given to us, God giving God. Mary's hour is whatever hour in which her children find themselves in need of her intervention. Mary's hour is the hour in which any soul turns to her in confidence, saying, Show thyself a mother. Today, as at the wedding feast of Cana, Mary is present. The Gospel says the mother of Jesus was there. And I say to you, the mother of Jesus is here. Mary is present, observing all things, as only a mother can observe things. Mothers see things that other people don't see. Mary is attentive to every need. And today, even as at the wedding feast of Cana, Mary intervenes quietly and effectively, even even without being asked. Of course, she loves to be asked. But where she is present, she sees all that is going on. And if we are disposed to welcome her gracious motherly interventions, she will act. Today, even as at the wedding feast of Cana, she speaks to her son on our behalf, they have no wine. Charity is running low. And then she speaks to us on his behalf. Whatsoever he shall say to you, do ye, do ye. And what does he say? I'll tell you what he says. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father from heaven give the good spirit to them that ask him. The good spirit, the good wine. Mary is the mediatrix of all graces. 
She is the almoner of the divine munificence. She is the mother of the mystical body, bending over the little ones, comforting those who weep, and lifting up the fallen, giving hope to the hopeless, giving sweetness to the embittered, giving light to those in darkness. So attuned is her maternal heart to the heart of God that she, like him, does what? She, like God, fills the hungry with good things. And she causes the wine of the Holy Ghost, substantial charity, God-giving God, to flow in abundance, lest, as St. Benedict will say in chapter 31, anyone be troubled or grieved in the house of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.